Welcome to the Positive Pants Podcast. Mindset, motivation, and inspiration to help you find your positive pants. Let go of negative thinking and stop living for the weekend with your host, Fran Excel. So welcome to the show. As always, it's Fran Excel Mindset Coach helping you find your very own pair of positive pants so you can get out of your own way and live a life that you love. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm very grateful you've chosen to put me in your earbuds today. Please do hit the subscribe button so you don't miss anything and do leave me a review. I love, love, love reading them and it really helps me get found by other people who need to hear what I share. I'd also love you to email me your mindset and productivity questions or topics you'd love me to cover um, to hello at franexcel.com because I know a lot of you think I'm inside your heads because you tell me all the time. But if I don't know what you need, I can't give it to you. So let me know. So tales from outside your comfort zone. So if you've been with me for any period of time, you know, I always like to tell people how all the unicorns, rainbows and magic live outside your comfort zone. And I 100% know that to be true. So all the good stuff happens when you get over yourself and push yourself further than you thought you could go. So I'm someone who knows this and consistently pushes myself out of my comfort zone. And something interesting happened this week. So I've just returned from a five-day speaker certification event in Frankfurt. And I wanted to share a few things that happened or that I noticed while I was there. So the event and the course itself didn't feel outside my comfort zone at all. I live for this stuff. Learning lights me on fire. So I was excited to go. And I'm more than happy to hold my own uh, and in a room full of strangers and speak to people I don't know. No problemo. Even though that is still awesome to say because I used to be exactly the opposite. So let that tell you something. However, there were a few little things along the way where I hadn't really appreciated the significance of it beforehand. So first of all, it was my first course like this that was outside of the UK. I would normally always say no to those. You know, when the sales page comes up or the pitch comes up, it's just it's just a no-go. It was a pattern, an automatic habit where my brain would say no. It was just a fact to me that I wouldn't do it. I'd look at the pitch with disappointment, and but no thought at all of how I could actually make it happen. Or the fact that if I were to just challenge it, it was totally rubbish that it was out of my reach. Yeah. But here's the thing. I have never been a good traveler in inverted commas to the point that I have never been abroad on my own. I've never flown on my own. It was something that just wasn't me, part of my identity. I've always found the process of getting to the airport, getting through security, finding the gate and take off and land incredibly stressful. So I've avoided it. Yeah. I never went traveling, uh, you know, in between uni and all of that sort of stuff with friends and would actively avoid anywhere that didn't have a direct flight. I've still never gone anywhere where I've had to do a changeover. The whole thing just totally outside my comfort zone. So to say I was even going in the first place was a big thing for me. Um, I still invested thousands thousands to go even though my pesky inner voice was telling me not to and decided I would just have to figure it out so paid and I booked the flight found the hotel got myself onto the plane and off I went and I was seriously freaking proud of myself even at 35 years old 
Now, this is the thing about people's maps of the world. That's a very big thing for me and something I'd not ever done because it wasn't a priority for me to sort, you know. All the other mindset jiggery-pokery that I've done on myself, this was an old one because it was never a priority to try and sort it out. Now, here's the thing. Another couple of people in the same group as me were on the same flight. And I had met them before, but I didn't know them. And usually this would have given me a huge sense of relief, someone to cling to so I didn't have to worry about all the other things that were massively uncomfortable for me. So it was really, really interesting for me to observe my thoughts that I was a tiny bit disappointed that I wasn't going the whole hog on my own. Not because I didn't want to be with the people that I'd met because they're freaking awesome, but I felt like I'd cheated myself out of a growth and learning experience a bit. Yeah, I made a promise to myself to consistently get out of my comfort zone for the duration of the rest of that trip. Now, the thing that was so interesting about this for me was just how easy it is for us to cheat ourselves out of those experiences that will make us grow. So freaking easy. <laughs> and this leads me on to my next point about surrounding yourself with people who expect more from you and for you. Those who make it impossible to creep back to old patterns and always move you forwards effortlessly. It's not something they're trying to do that they're intentionally doing. They just do it by being around them. And I definitely surrounded myself with the right people for the remainder of the trip. And my comfort zone was non-existent by the end. So I consider myself a pretty confident and assertive person who is more than happy to get uncomfortable, which again, still hilarious because I was completely the opposite. I thought I was always making sure I was going out my comfort zone, always. And this made me realize, this week made me realize all those times that seemed completely unimportant at the time that I was cheating myself out of growth. This trip, I became a front row person. Now, what is that? <laughs> I have always sort of judged the people that hang around early waiting for the doors to open at conferences that then run to the front stick their hand up to ask all the questions or answer the questions you know that dance on the stage at breaks but I hadn't really thought about why that was I just did it because it was a pattern you know since I was young and I realized at school we called those people Gary get involved <laughs> so it was seen as a negative to be a keen bean you know, that it was uncool in some way. So it shouldn't be done if you wanted to be liked and accepted. Yeah. Well, this week I became one. <laughs> so I was with two wonderful creatures, Carla and Melissa, who pushed me to be more just by proxy, got me to notice and then challenge my judgments and to realize a few things I hadn't really noticed because it hadn't been a priority to. Now, what I really noticed was the people who have at these kind of events, the biggest breakthroughs, the people who were having the most fun and gaining the most insights were the people who were willing to get involved, like all in involved. Just by grabbing my hand and getting me to sit in the front row, that's all these two girls did for me. And I had all of those realizations. Yeah, it was so gloriously simple and profound all at the same time. <laughs> so I noticed this. And then when on day two, we met up with another glorious creature, Sarah, who had been sat somewhere in the middle of the room and it got even more interesting. So she was a little bit more like me, you know, more of a few rows back towards the middle is fine kind of person. I'm in the room. Yeah. 
And it would have been very, very easy to slip back into patterns and I could avoid the front row and go back to the comfort of not having to get involved. You know, I'm in the room, right? I'm involved. Really? <laughs> but then the magic happened. I realized all of this and recognized my thoughts. And I encouraged her to be in the front row with us, to be a front row person too. And I even spoke to her about this. And for the rest of our time there, we were all front row people. <laughs> now, I was a fully fledged front row person, but I wasn't quite yet a dance on stage person. I didn't feel like I had to be at this point. Carla had been training all through the breaks to lead the crowd in, in the, this like wake up kind of dance routine that they do to get the energy in the room up when people come back in the room. And on the last day, we were coming back in the room and I heard her on the mic leading the room. And literally, without a second thought, when she said, I need some dancers on stage, please, I was up there. And I've been to a lot of these events and never done it before. And we all just got up there in front of almost 400 people. Literally not a second thought. And I also had a great time. Okay, I was a bit sweaty, but it was all good. <laughs> now, we met up with so many people on the same path, all with the same goals. And every one of us talked about how amazing it was to have those kind of deep conversations that you just can't really have with a lot of people outside of that kind of environment, yeah? We had been doing, just to put this in perspective, we had been doing 7 a.m. to 2 a.m. most days in training. We were all absolutely freaking exhausted. And for somebody who needs her eight hours, and the eight hours are non-negotiable for me, we finished on the Sunday at 9.30 p.m. And after that, a group of us went for dinner, and all of a sudden, it was 3 a.m. after we'd all been talking about how excited we were to get to bed, to have a lion. And even at 3 a.m., we could have all carried on talking. So the other message here is who you surround yourself with can either give or take away your energy. Yeah. So look at who you surround yourself with right now. It's really, really easy to listen to the quote. You're the sum total of the five people you spend your most time with and agree but not really do anything about it. Until you really truly see it in practice and you feel those feelings of, oh my goodness, I could do that, but no, I'm gonna push myself. You just don't see the huge significance of the truth of that statement. And I really see it in my mastermind too and other groups that I'm in. When other people have wins and successes, people push for more from themselves, yeah? It raises you up just by being around that. And if you see people being negative, it brings you down, right? So if you are surrounded by people who don't push you outside your comfort zone, who actively encourage you not to get out of it, or who pull you back into old habits you're trying to get out of, or even just make it too easy for you to just stay comfortable, then what do you think is going to happen? Yeah? And if you surround yourself with people who do the opposite, who drag you up with them, who support you no matter what, and encourage you to be more, what do you think is going to happen? What kind of action do you think you're going to take? So make that decision for yourself. Look at who you surround yourself with and recognize the patterns where it's easy for you to slip back and play small. Doesn't mean go cull all your friends or anything drastic. Just means notice who pushes you to be more in a positive way, not beating you over the head and telling you you aren't good enough. <laughs> and who doesn't? You can always learn to love people from a distance. It's about who you do and don't have the kind of conversations with about what you're in. And so in this case, it's business. 
And another example would be, if you really want to change any area of your life, and we'll take health, for example, surround yourself with people with higher standards of health for themselves. The yogis, the runners, the people who eat clean and don't arrange dinner with the people who are going to suggest five guys and make you feel bad for wanting to eat healthier. And remember, it's not about you, it's about them. It was really noticeable for me when I wanted to drink less. I consciously gave up drinking for quite a long time. And now I have like the odd drink here and there. But there were people who just didn't want to meet up anymore. And it's really, really easy to take that personally. But it's really, really not personal. You'll simply highlight something in them that they don't want to look at. And that's fine. They don't have to. Yeah. But if it's something that you want, it's something that comes with personal growth. You'll pull people up with you and do this and you'll be that person that they want to surround themselves with because you make them be more and others will get left behind but at the end of the day it's their choice and of course it feels uncomfortable it's kind of exactly what it means to be outside your comfort zone but then when you're around people who lift you up and force you to grow genuinely what does that mean for your life so where in your life can you see this happening where can you become aware of that little inner voice that is trying to hold you back and make you play small, yeah? What are you going to choose to change, yeah? Because at the end of the day, if you stay inside your comfort zone, you're always just gonna be comfortable, right? So what really is gonna change? But the best thing about all of this is, once you stretch your comfort zone, it never goes back to where it was, you know? You've just gotta stretch it. Get comfortable in, the uncomfortable. So if you got value from this and you know in your gut that now is the time to step up and start rewiring your thinking and changing things for yourself, then book in a free discovery call so we can work out what needs to happen to get you from where you're at right now to the action taking success you know you can be. And if you want my eyes and ears on your problems, I work with people one on one and through my proactive pants mastermind. So stop waiting for if and when and decide to change things now because you can. And as always, I hope that was helpful. So any questions, just let me know. And as always, I will see you next week. Bye.